saying, are you ready? You are listening to And Stuff on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, and other podcast venues. Everybody, how's it going? Don here. Haven't been around in a while, but now I am back. Just like The Rock. The Rock says, finally, I am back. But with me today is Roger. You guys remember Roger? How you doing, Roger? Pretty good. Thanks All for right. having me. Oh, my Appreciate pleasure. It. Thank you for coming up. He uh, drove 19 hours. No. <laughs> He drove uh, <laughs> up from uh, the L.A. area up to this godforsaken dry, high desert area. It's a good drive. Yeah, it's a good <laughs> drive. You get to see a bunch of stuff. So uh, we're a week away from Santa Claus coming. And uh, bah humbug. No. No. Uh, we are a week away from Christmas. <clears throat> Excuse me. And... Um, we're going to talk a little bit about when we were kids, uh, not that, uh, maybe it'll spark some of your memories, but first I want to say hello to a couple of people out there, Aria, physical therapy, see, I'm using your mug that you gave me, thank you so much, these people are the best, I have been to a few physical therapy places, uh, centers um, before in my life, and by far... You guys are the best. Um, they care about you, and they actually they take time. They explain the, 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 the thing that they want you to do and all that stuff. And if you don't get it, well, they laugh at you. No, no, no. They don't laugh at you. They, they explain it again, and just top-notch people. All of you. Love you. So now that we got that out of the way... Um, Roger, so yes. as uh, you grew up in the Philippines. Yes. So tell me a little bit about, uh, tell me one of your, for instances, about um, Christmas as a kid in the Philippines. Oh, my God. There's lots of memories of the uh, Christmas season in the Philippines starts, uh, I would say, around September, October. Oh, okay. So it's a big, really big thing, you know. Uh, oh, wait, Malagayang yeah. Pasco. Maligay and Pasco. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I didn't say it yeah. perfectly, but that uh, was Merry Christmas. Taon, which is uh, Happy New Year. Oh, okay. So that Christmas season starts really early. And uh, back then, um, you, you uh, hear it on the radio, Christmas songs by September, October. Oh, wow. If I could remember correctly. Yeah, so everything is hyped up. And uh, one thing... Uh, a lot of people does is one of the activities is uh, making uh, Christmas uh, decorations. The, the, star. the star, yeah, yeah. The star, and they make lights underneath that star, and yeah, it's part of the uh, Christmas season. That's and cool. They put it, hang it up there in front of their house. Yeah, those are beautiful too. Uh, I, we've had one uh, a couple of years back. Mm -hmm. It got broken by one of the dogs or something, but uh, yeah, they're beautiful. I like it. They're very sensitive because uh, a lot of them are made of thin type of paper. I forget what the name is. 
And then uh, we also use uh, like uh, seashells. Oh. Like white seashells. Uh, we call it capis. And those are really fragile ones also. But you can get shipped here in, in the U.S. And, uh, you know, it, it's, a, it's an eye catcher. Yeah. So, and in Italian, they say capisce? Capisce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lot of activities uh, during Christmas season. Uh, and then... Uh, is it as commercialized there as it is here in America? Yes. But when I was a kid, uh, it wasn't uh, that commercialized yet. Uh, uh, we grew up in a, in a place in, in Manila where... You know, regular people, not the rich ones. Uh, the kids are all over the streets. Mm -hmm. And so during, uh, around sunset is when we uh, do Christmas carols. Oh, cool. So what we do is, uh, remember those uh, bottled Coca-Colas that would have uh, little caps on it? Mm -hmm. So we flatten those out, put a hole in the middle, and put a wire in it, and put a bunch of them there. And like it's a uh, maracas type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. So we used it for we're singing Christmas carols. Oh wow! We knock on people's doors. Uh, everything was so relaxed back then and peaceful, and uh, parents were not really scared of uh, having their kids out, even you know uh, when it's dark at night. So yeah, a different time. It was a different time. Wow, different, different time. Even in America, you know, we used to be out there. When the streetlights came on, we were we, we mm. had to be home. So yeah. you know, we especially in the summertime, we would go go out. And um, I know I'm getting off a little bit on the track of, of thing, but in summertime, we would go out uh, after school if it, if school was still in session, or we would be out all day. Come mm. home for lunch, go back out. Come home for dinner, mm. go back out till the streetlights come on, and then we're back home, and that's the end of it. Right, but. Uh, so, so um, the Philippines at Christmas time, um, very religious place. Uh, it, it's a uh, Christmas is a uh, has a very deep religious meaning to it. Very holy. Yeah, it's it's not like oh let's let's just have fun. You know, there's a yeah, it's Christ was born, so that that's instilled. Mo most of the Filipinos are. Uh, at least during that time, or most I think about eighty percent are Christians. Mm. So you talk about the birth of Christ and all that. And then I think uh, two or three weeks before uh, Christmas Day, we have this Simbangabi, which means uh, going to church at night. Mm -hmm. And that I think, if I could remember right, was. Uh, the mass starts like three or four o'clock in the morning, mm. so everybody had to wake wow. up, get up, and go to mass at that time. And then after you go to mass, of course, outside the church will be like little snacks and little rice cakes around the area, and you know you just uh, enjoy the uh, kind of like a breakfast-like thing. Is that pulled on, put on by the church, or was that like a vendor? Uh, no, there's or? vendors all over okay. the place. Uh, but uh, uh, that's a tradition. Mm. Yeah, it's a very memorable tradition. Yeah. We didn't, we, I mean, we had our traditions. You know, we would go, we would go um, to church, you know, like mm. Christmas Eve. 
you know, and all through the at the Advent, we'd have the Advent candles and all that stuff. Yeah. And then Christmas Eve, we would go about eight o'clock at night, seven or eight, I can't remember, mm-hmm. do the candlelight service. And then usually people would come over to our house for like cookies. My mother would actually um, bake cookies, like all kinds of different cookies. And people would come over and mm-hmm. just have, you know, instead of having like booze. Right. Come over and have some cookies and punch and stuff like that, yeah. and then they would go home and, you know, of course, get ready for Santa. Yeah, definitely. But um, uh, it it amazes me as we get older how people people's lives change so drastically. Definitely. Um, the lifestyle, the culture. Yep. Yeah. Even the people around you. Some of them are here. Some of them aren't here anymore. Um, I get sad around Christmas time because of, you know, my dad's not here, Mm. my grandparents. Um, But um, um, then I snap out of it because I look around and see what I do have. Uh, Definitely. Yeah. So. We were, uh, you know, I, you know, when I was growing up, my mom would always tell me, you are so lucky. Didn't really quite understand what it meant. It didn't feel like I was lucky. But then as I grow older, I go, hey, my mom was right. You know, those things I, you know, when you get older, you appreciate more things. Yep. And then you don't know what you got until it's gone, like your youth. Yeah, exactly. That's the biggest thing, you know. What do they say? The the biggest problem with kids today is they're too young. And, or, or what's the other one that they say? Um, They wasted... Youth on the young. I think that was another one right. um, that they say. Um, because they don't, and, and you and me, I'm sure you're from a different country. I'm from a different country. But the problem is, is we didn't understand what we had. And we, as we grow up, we took things for granted. And um, uh, shame on us. I think we're all guilty of that. Yep. You know? Yep. Yeah. So it's a good thing that we're talking about this. So a lot of young people, the young generation can learn from it. Yes, I hope so. Yeah, let's let's hope that's the case. Yeah. But uh, tell me some more stuff about uh, Christmas. Yeah, uh, a lot of family gatherings. Uh, you know, it's, it's uh, the closer you get to that uh, Christmas day, uh, the more excited you you, you are or mm-hmm. you were, and uh, the kids, we uh, we are expecting uh, not you know overwhelming gifts, but back then uh, you know you get money from from your uncles and and uh, aunts and and it's not like a large amount of money. It's like maybe five pesos goes a long way at that time. Mm-hmm. So those meant a lot for us kids. Oh, cool! Just to get a handout, I was like, "Oh my God, you know, I'm gonna buy some candy or whatever." Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh, those little things. Uh, oh, it's just the feeling of it. Yeah. And then the the presence of family. Uh, Filipinos are very big on family, and uh, it's it like it's like everybody's a relative yeah <laughs> so my mom grew up in, in the provinces uh, which is uh, Pililla Rizal and it's in between uh, the valleys uh, 
it's a valley in the middle of the mountains. And then across the valley is the uh, Laguna de Bay. So it's, it's the sea. So it's a beautiful place, but very little, uh, uh, little town. Mm. And it seems the population back then was so small that, you know, you, you feel like, you know, uh, I was growing up as a teenager. I would get, I would see young girls and I would say, oh, that's a pretty one. But I go, is she my relative? <laughs> Oops. So I got to check that out first. Yeah. Excuse me, do you, are you in your relation to me? Yeah. And the thing is, you, you can tell by, you know, if you ask their last names, they're kind of like your last names. Yeah. Oops. So, oops. Yep. So, and that's how small it was. Yeah. But. Well, I come from the smallest town in Connecticut, Derby. And um, so everybody kind of knew each other, right. you know, because it's right. such a small community. But or or if we didn't know you, know you, mm. we knew of you or about you or something. But it was, you know, as a kid, you know, everybody, all the kids wanted to get a gift. You know, oh, yeah, I want this, you know, Santa, can I please have this? Right. And then, um, but for me, I mean, you take all that you know, a little whatever, a matchbox right. or whatever, you take that and you're like, oh, this is cool. Mm. But my favorite part was actually to go over to my grandparents' house. And because and, she, it, it, it felt like my grandfather and grandmother's house it was Christmas to me. If, if it wasn't, if they weren't, if they weren't going to, if they weren't going to have the, the celebration there, mm. it wasn't Christmas. I remember I was sick one year and I couldn't go over to Graham and Gramps' house, and it that just devastated me because mm. it was like, well, my Christmas sucked. Mm. You know, I got everything I asked for, but I couldn't go and see Graham and Gramp, so it sucked. But mm. you know, they they sent their their Graham always brought me, you know, sent home a dish for me or something. So that was awesome. But uh, yeah, that was my, that was my little. My little yeah. wish every year for Christmas is just make everybody healthy and happy so we could all go over to Graham and Gramps. I didn't care Definitely. about the presents, yeah. although that was a perk. So what kind of food do you guys have on Christmas Day? So Graham, Grammy used to make um, a big roast beef. Oh, okay. And, you know, all the, all the trimmings, the potatoes, and uh, trying to think what else. Um, she always used to have a, a big thing of pickles and green olives and black olives to pick mm -hmm. on. Um, her famous um, green jello, lime jello with pear halves mm. um, suspended in it. And then she would make this like sour cream lime jello topping. Mm -hmm. I didn't particularly care for the topping. Right. And I still don't because um, we'll make it from yeah. time to time because I have Grammy's recipe. Mm. But uh, love the love the pears and love the the Jello, and then she would also make like a like a strawberry Jello with a fruit cocktail in it. Mm. So that was like, oh yeah, that was the best. But cool. th she would, you know, the rolls and this and that, ice cream. Oh man, mm. she just would. It was nonstop, and she would she would cater to everybody. And it's like, Grammy, right. go go sit down and eat. But she's like, no, 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 I'll eat later, you know, or right. whatever. And 
she was the best at the absolute best yeah that she she was probably what everybody considers a mom uh-huh. i consider my grandmother like 10 times better than anybody's mother in my opinion amazing yep yep she was she was the best but uh yeah how about you how about your food Oh, our food is also there's tradition during Christmas. Okay, everything is so many traditions. Christmas time, we have this special cheese. So, actually, it's uh, called Gouda here, mm-hmm. and uh, we call it uh, queso de bola, which is a ball of cheese. I think we have one downstairs. Yeah. That's Christmas. Mm. That symbolizes Christmas uh, get-together. Uh-huh. Then we have hamon, which is ham, but I guess it's a special ham where they inject things and they put pineapple and syrup on the ham itself and then they slice it. Uh, people who, have, who can afford probably uh, have lechon which mm-hmm. is pork roast pork yep i've had that a million times yeah yeah and so the the best thing i, I love there is the skin because it's like you know, crunchy skin chicharron chicharrones yeah. yeah yeah so those are the main things i i don't know if i could remember anything else as far as food uh of course there's a lot of different uh, uh types of food but traditionally those are the main things. The the queso, the cheese is the main because uh, it, it's expensive. Not a lot of people can, but they would try to to get it. Right. It's because it's Christmas. Oh, okay. Yeah. So so we're gonna go back, or we're gonna come back after this message. Um, uh, stick around. We're talking about Christmas. Listening to the magic of Christmas bring you happiness and joy. Christmas and a happy new year. Merry Christmas! Wishing you and your loved ones. Wishing you and your loved ones a very merry Christmas. His little helpers. Plenty of white, fluffy snow. Stockings full of presents. The festive season is is on. Welcome to your favorite podcast. Follow us on Twitter. Hey, everybody, I'm back. We're back with Roger. We were just talking about Christmas, Christmas memories as a kid. By the way, Roger has a beautiful little granddaughter. What's her name? Oh, Amber. Amber. That's right. She's adorable. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yep. I I wanted to uh, give a shout out to uh, Alice and Alex and Amber. Triple A. Yes, yes. So, hello, everybody. Very happy. So, um, I wanted to also mention um, my new book came out. Um, actually, on the 20th, you could buy it on Kindle. Is that right? Yeah, you could buy it on Kindle for uh, $3.99. It's called Locker Room Jokes, another joke book. And um, it's out for purchase now, the, the paperback is out um 7.99 on amazon so really? yeah I, i'm gonna post a picture of them for those of you that can uh see it you know watching youtube um but it's kind of exciting to know that uh 
Got the second one out finally. Cool. So it was like three and a half years, I think. Wow. But uh, yeah, That's now great. this one, this the first one was kind of, it was kind of cool, you know, it was stuff that makes you think. Few little off-color jokes here and there, mm-hmm. but this one's kind of racy. This one is more. I mean, there's still those cute, cute ones in there, but this one's a little. Mm, it's adult humor. We'll put it that way. Adult yeah. humor. That's why it's called locker room jokes. You know, like jokes you would right. tell in a locker room. <laughs> That's right. So it's not for you eight, you know, eight, nine, ten, eleven year old kids. It's for your eight, nine, ten, eleven old, eleven year old kids' parents. So I don't want to get any emails saying, "Oh, that was you know that joke," you know, blah 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 blah. Mm. But uh, um. That's that's what's going on with that. So uh, again, Amazon. Um, I'm gonna actually uh, bring in some books, and if you guys want an autographed um, thing, just send me. Uh, you know, let me know. I'll autograph it for you. Send it to you. Just give me the eight bucks plus the shipping. It'll probably be another buck, two bucks, something like that. So under ten bucks, and bam, you got an autograph picture, uh, uh, autograph book. Um, so, okay, so we're done with, um, we're done with talking about Christmas, so let's talk about the new year, because I know in the Philippines, the new year is kind of like a big, big thing. Big celebration. So, uh, we're all ears, tell, tell us about it. Okay, when, when I was a kid, uh, in fact, uh, my, my, my father died when I was, uh, nine years old, but my father was pretty big on New Year's, man. Uh, back then, there were no rules about firecrackers. Mm. So, <laughs> it, it would feel like there's a bombing going on. <laughs> <laughs> and what he does, what he did was, uh, well, a lot of fathers would do, is get like a long bamboo stick and uh, he would tie uh, like a candle so there's a light there, he would light it up. Mm-hmm. And on the electrical post, he would tie the firecracker. It's not re- we call it bawang, which means garlic. Because it has a white wrapping, but it will it's a firecracker, it will blow up like crazy. Oh wow. So <laughs> he would get that long stick, it's lighted up on a electrical pole. And it will create this loud bang. Oh, wow. <laughs> he imagine uh, all the fathers doing that on New Year's Eve. <laughs> it was chaotic. It, mm. it, was, it was crazy. So <laughs> I remember the Catherine brought uh, the kids to the Philippines one year for Christmas and New Year's. And they brought home all kinds of pictures of the celebration with the fireworks and all that stuff. Right. So that was cool. Yeah, lately it's gotten worse because I, I mean, it's gotten even louder mm. because of technology and what they can do with firecrackers. Right. So uh, I was there. What is it? Five years ago, on uh, New Year's Eve, and on the streets, man, they have like a snake, uh, snake-shaped concoction. Those that were lined up with 
like little bombs or oh, whatever wow. they call it. So it will blow up like, you know, in succession. <laughs> and you, you can see the smoke coming out. Oh, wow. <laughs> and we were uh, on the porch, we were just watching it. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> this <Yeah>. is ridiculous. <laughs> so they have all kinds of uh, imaginative <laughs> things to do. I don't know if they banned it now, or I don't know what to deal with the new administration, but back then it was like, it was crazy. Yeah. So here in California, up here in the high desert at least, um, we, you know, uh, firecrackers are okay around July 4th, but I always tend to hold a few back for New Year's Eve because I know it means something to Catherine. So... Um, there may or may not be some ones that go up in the air. I don't know. Ooh, I'd have to. Ooh, I'd have to look around the neighborhood because it wouldn't be me. <laughs> um, but Man, that uh, could be dangerous. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a lot of risk involved in it. I was a kid. I remember some of our uh, in the Philippines. There would be dump sites, small areas where people throw their, their trash. So, being a nosy kid, I would just go there and walk on top of those trash. Mm -hmm. And it was just, uh, I think, right after New Year's Day or something like that. And what we do with that trash is we, we burn it. That way, you know, you can put more trash in the same place. Right. And uh, nobody gets infected because it's all burned up. And I can see the little smoke on top of the trash. Mm -hmm. And I just went ahead and walked over it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and guess what happened? Yeah, I can imagine what happened. So it blew, uh, you know, part of my foot. Uh, I have this big wound on mm. top of my foot because of that. Wow. And the bad thing about that is... You don't go home to your mom and showing her the problem <laughs> because before she takes care of the, the she's gonna whoop your ass. She's gonna, whoop your ass. <laughs> she's gonna beat you up. I don't care what country you're from. I think if you go home wounded and you tell them how you got wounded, I don't care if it's Mexico or the Philippines or Germany or Russia, your ass is getting whooped. <laughs> Yeah, that's what that's a mom job. It's not our reaction here. If that happens to my son, first thing I would do is, oh my god, you know, let me take care of this, and you know, well, thank women God are you're wired. safe. And <laughs> women are wired totally different. Oh, but but then again, you know, my father, he would, I, I could hear, I could hear his voice in my ears right now saying, "So, uh, Mister Big Big Shot, uh, do you have fun?" You know, meanwhile, you're bleeding all over the place. Right. And, and you, you look like you're bleeding. You're getting it on the carpet. Go in the kitchen on the linoleum. We could wash it off over there, you know. <laughs> so, and then my mother would whoop, whoop my ass. <laughs> yeah. So. You know, the uh, the medicine that we use in the Phillies back during that time is only one thing. Was it mercuricone? Mercuricone. <laughs> <laughs> That's the medication for the whole thing. Yeah, that's that was. Yeah, you you just like you were covered in red. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's it. A, that's us too, and it stung. <laughs>
Yeah. And it wasn't, I don't even think it was, you know what, I bet you it wasn't the medicine. It was from your mother taking that little dauber and like oh jabbing God. it. So you're like, <laughs> yeah, you remember that? Oh, yeah. I remember. So, yeah. right. oh, so uh, it hurt, huh? Does yeah. it hurt like this? Yeah. I bet you'll never do that again. So. It doesn't matter if it's swollen or red. It's mercurochrome. Yep. That's yep. it. But you guys also had like Vicks Vapor Rub. Oh, that's that's another thing. <laughs> Vicks Vapor Rub and that's Tiger Balm and yeah. Uh, what else? What else? What else? They they told me they were telling me you guys like only did like a couple little things and oh, but it was for everything. 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 Yeah, my father would, you know, my father was one of those walk it off kind of guys. Mm. Dad, look it, I just broke my leg. Walk it off. Walk it off. Yeah. I think that's good because uh, we grew up, you know, learning to be tough. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, there's nobody else you can run to. Nope. That's it. You're it. <laughs> and a lot of times, you know, if I got skinned up or cut up or something, I would not go home. Mm. And then, you know, go home take a shower or whatever you know you come out and and you're getting your pajamas on your mother would say what happened to your leg ah, i i slipped right and then you just play it off even though you could barely walk exactly and uh oh okay you're gonna be okay oh yeah i'm gonna be fine yeah <laughs> yeah i'm even better now that I, my ass ain't getting whooped <laughs> <laughs> that's right <laughs> So, yeah, that's a different parenting, isn't it? Yeah, different <laughs> skill set, yeah. yeah. So, okay, so um, New Year's Eve in my house as a kid was boring. Because we, we didn't stay up until midnight. Mm. Not until I was in my early teens did we stay up until midnight. But, you know, my parents would bring us to one of their friends' house. And there was like... I don't know, 10 of us kids. Mm. And they would put us in the in the bedroom and say, okay, now everybody go to sleep. Meanwhile, they're in there laughing and yelling and ha, 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 you know, and we're right. like, we want to be part of this. Exactly. <laughs> so then now we're, 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 you know, of course, you would get the, the door that opens and one of the fathers would stick their head in there and say, shut up and go to sleep. But okay, dad, but you're making too much noise to, that's besides the point shut up and go to sleep right. okay close the door then you'd hear the music and ha 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 cling 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 with the glasses and then we'd start again <laughs> and then another pet parent would open the door uh. and i used to hear donald jeffrey scott we told you to be quiet now we expect you to be good kids and be quiet yes mom or yes dad or whatever Door would close. Ha, 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 cling, 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 all that stuff. Music going. So what happens? We start again. And we're laughing and we're joking. And, of course, now the door gets swung open. Uh. And the, the, the Neanderthal parent comes in and says, I thought I told you to shut the F up. Of course, they didn't talk like that, of course. Um, <laughs> um so, oh, ooh, ooh, you know, when we're hiding underneath the blankets and like, oh, shit, it wasn't us, it wasn't us. And then, we, you know, of course, we had one guy, Bobby, Bobby Conklin. Um, he would act like he was snoring, mm. make it sound like he was the only one. He's full, so full of crap. But uh, then, of course, they would be okay. 
Better not have to come in here again. I'm gonna, <laughs> of course, five minutes later, guess who's back at the door, you know? There you go. And it was like, okay, so New Year's, everything is good. Then you got to, okay, let's go, let's go. No, we didn't spend the night there. Uh-huh. We, were, we were there because they couldn't get babysitters. So we were in that room until midnight, and then they did their champagne toast or whatever the heck they did. And then it was like, okay, get in the station wagon. Let's go home, you know? Right. And then it was like, it sucked because New Year's Day, I'd have to watch the stupid Rose Bowl parade. Mm. Then my father would watch college football all day while he was like trying to nurse his hangover if he happened to have too much or if he was just tired from being up too long. And, of course, my mother would bitch and moan about the kids are making too much noise. I can't believe you guys acted like that in front of our family oh my, or in front of our friends, you know, blah, 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 blah. But it, it, we did it every year. So if right. it was that much of a friggin' hassle, yeah, why would you keep doing it? Exactly. You know, so, yeah, that's how we did. That's how we did. And then, you know, then we, as we got older, we stayed up playing Uno until midnight. Yeah. And then midnight would come, and like, yeah, happy new year, good night. And just that was it. And to this day, I'll do the happy new year, good night. Good night. Yeah, uh, like 10 minutes after New Year's, I'm done. Um, right. I usually go to bed. You know, I'm an old man now, I guess. I go to yeah. bed at friggin', you know, 4.35 when I get home from work. And no, um, it's just, it's it's to me, it's like, who cares? It's different. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> I don't drink. You know, I'll have a beer. Uh-huh. I don't drink champagne. I don't drink wine. Mm. I'll have a beer, but I won't have it on New Year's because I'm afraid something may happen. Somebody shoot a firework off. It's going to mm. burn my house. Right. I got to make sure everything's okay and all the dogs are in the house. Kids are home safe. Definitely. So, well, that's a new year. Yeah. And that's in two weeks. Two weeks from today. Yeah. So, what are you going to do for New Year's? New Year's, uh, I'm not sure. I'll probably just stay home and uh, have my, uh, you know, take a shot of whiskey or something like that. There you go. (laughs) So, this is California. And people have the knack here, and Roger can attest to the fact that people like to shoot guns into the air on New Year's Eve. Mm. When it strikes midnight, they like to shoot in the air. The old adage that whatever goes up must come down. You know, it's Mm. the thing they call, oh, gravity. That's it. Um, When the bullet goes up, it stops, and then it makes its way back down, and people die because they get struck in the head. They get struck in the shoulder, wherever, and they bleed, whatever, Mm. they die. So anybody watching this stuff, um, this is my PSA, my public service announcement. Don't do the stupid stuff like that because all you're doing is, plus ammunition is way too expensive to do that. Thanks, Joe Biden. Um, uh, (laughs) uh, Sorry. Um, I don't know where that came from. That slipped. <laughs> We're having a great, <laughs> great conversation about Christmas and New Year, and uh, uh, and then I swore by saying Joe Biden. Uh, so please don't do that, because that definitely. person. How would you like it if somebody shot up oh. in the air and it hit your kid in the head, or hit your mom in the head, or dad, or cousin, or whatever? Don't do. Don't, just you know, treat people that you want to be treated. Terrible. Don't do it. So. I agree. So we're going to be back 
after this message. And we're back. How's it going, Raj? Pretty good. You having good. fun? Yes. Oh, you lying. <laughs> so, I'm good. Yeah. So we're we were talking about uh, Christmas. We talked about New Year's. We talked how people are not going to fire guns up in the air and have the bullets come down and kill somebody. Besides, you know, how would you like to have to live with that? No, oh, man. So most people, you know, they don't want to live with that. So then, then if they do do something like that, then they'll be in denial. It wasn't me. It could have been anybody. Even though you were the only one with a gun in your hand. But during the break, Roger and I were talking about how lucky we are to have modern technology the way it is. And Roger, what what were you saying about social media? I think there's uh, good points and bad points in it. Uh, I think that uh, for the most part, Social media, uh, the advantage for me is to be able to get in touch with people that I wouldn't even dream of meeting again. Mm-hmm. As far as my high school friends, you know, uh, before social media, I, I thought those guys that I used to hang out with, they're just in my head now. They're, they're just memories. Yeah. Then when social media popped out, you know, I found myself going into reunions with the guys that I haven't met for some 20, 25 years. <laughs> and it's amazing. It was unbelievable. And the life stories, when we got connected, what happened to them, it wasn't about what kind of car you drive. Who gives a crap about that? Yeah. But what happened to their lives, you know, uh, it got more personal. Mm. So it was, that was great for me. And that's because of Facebook and Messenger and all these things. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. You can, you can find out a lot about the people that you used to hang out with. And then also, mm-hmm. you're also incognito to the people that you didn't want to be uh, associated with. <laughs> you know, so. Definitely. Not yeah. that they would be so. I wonder what happened to Roger, you know. <laughs> that's a little you know, yeah. skinny bastard, you know. Yeah. I used to beat him up in high school or whatever. <laughs> Wonder what happened to him. Actually, let's hope that those people, because it was like, man, I really I really need to talk to Roger because I used to beat him up in high school. <laughs> and I need to apologize because, you know, we're all, we're all not getting any younger. Exactly. That was a fun thing to do because we were, as, you know, high school, we we're we can, nobody can control us. Right. It was brutal. I, I, yeah, I, now that I'm older, I want to talk to my principal and apologize. <laughs> I want to talk to my uh, Filipino teacher and apologize. For I don't know if I can handle myself, you know, at that point in my life. It, it's just, uh, I don't know how they did it. And I, I, I do appreciate I what they did. I don't know how my I don't know how my father, you know, uh, you know, I was a good kid. I really was. Um, but I think uh, maybe um, a touch of OCD slash ADHD slash mm. didn't want to be there slash 
just hated life. You know, the parents were getting divorced, so it was it was like everything at once. So I I totally agree and understand what you mean when you say that um, you want to apologize to these people because I swear to God, I, I bet you none of them are still alive where I went to high school. I went to a state technical school. Mm. And we used to do some horrible things to the teachers. You know, we right. were we were jerks. There's one lady in, in particular. Her, her name was Shirley Sabo. And it wasn't until after. She was my English teacher, and she loved me, loved me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Um, I was good at that, uh, good at writing, good at uh, all that stuff. Um, and she was such a sweet, sweet lady. I, I look back on it, mm. and I was a real jerk right. because. And years later, you know, when when I was was trying to find her to apologize to her, I guess she had passed, mm. and so I never got the chance to say I'm sorry. Mm. But she loved me. We she used to have these plants. And I don't know what kind of plants they were, but they were in this these pots. And it wasn't dirt. It was like little lava rocks. Oh, okay. And we used to take the lava rocks and, like, throw As she was writing on the board, we would throw them at the board. You know, not at her. We would never do that because we didn't believe in that. We were just being little punks. And we right. were throwing right. it, binging them off the And they would bounce forever. Uh-huh. And, of course, she would turn around and and she would look at me and she would say, Don, you know, please don't do that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't me. Right. Who was it? I don't know. <laughs> Didn't see a thing. Somebody yeah, else. Yes, somebody else. <laughs> but I wasn't the only one. Right. But then what, the, the, what made me stop doing that is she told me to stay after school and uh, after class. And she wanted to talk to, to me. And she, she said to me, um, what, why are you doing this? You're so talented. You're gifted. And I was like, do what? I was in denial and denying everything. And she goes, I want to give you a scholarship so you can, you can go to college and write. And I told her, don't want it. Mm-hmm. I hate school. I don't want it. Right. And she goes, if I gave you a full ride scholarship to Southern Connecticut State University, would you go? And I'm like, nope. And she goes, I have the power. I can do that. Mm-hmm. Don't waste your friggin' time. And to this day, I kick myself in the ass for that. Because I could have been, okay, so I wrote a couple books. Mm. They're joke books. Mm. I do have a horror um, book in the works um, that I, I am writing. And it's a slow process, but... Mm-hmm. It pro- I'm sure it would have been easier. My life would have been so much different, changed, had I continued with with that. But right. you know, she uh, she was a she she just looked at me and she's just. You don't understand what you're what you're giving up. You don't understand you're giving your future away. Mm. And I'm like, I want to work. I don't want to go to school. I'm going right. to go into the army. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Blah 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 blah. And she goes, but you're so gifted. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, well, thanks, but I got to go now. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I, I was a jerk because, you know, I, I did not take into consideration her her generosity and, and the way she is. And she never gave, gave up hope. 
mm-hmm. on me because she would always, you know, hey, can you help me after after class? Sure, Mrs. Sabo. And then I would help mm-hmm. her, and she would try to talk to me about, you know, going to college. And she, you know, what are you going to do with your life? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I'm going to work like my dad. She goes, why would you do that? You know, mm. my dad busted his ass, five kids, you know, car payment, house payment, all that stuff. Um, and I wanted to be like my dad. Um, and, uh, but I should have been what I tell my kids, be better than my father. I should have, I should have, I tell my kids all the time, don't be like me. Mm-hmm. Don't be mm-hmm. 10 times the person I am. Be mm-hmm. 10 times the brain I am. Be 10 times the the uh, the citizen as I am. Just grab the world and go and get everything you can because, you know what, it's too late for me. Mm-hmm. But uh, I want you to have 10 times more than I did, 100 times more than I have. And so, and I, I, I have a nickel. Yeah. You know, I have a nickel. That's about it. <laughs> but uh, uh, I blew it. So um, that's why I guess um, if I could help anybody to change their course and hope that they'll listen rather than be an asshole like me mm. and say, yeah, okay, well, th- whatever, thank you. You know, right, I, I, don't right. ne- I don't need your help. I don't want your help. The biggest mistake I ever made in my life. Yeah. But other than not picking lucky lady in the fifth. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh so what about you? Do you have any do you have any regrets? Like one one regret that changed your whole life. You know. Yeah, I I think it's kind of halfway in between because it was a regret, but I I learned a lot of lesson from it. Because at the age of 14 was when I started drinking. Mm. So I was I was very young. Can you imagine drinking at 14? Nope. I, now I can't. Uh, I can't even imagine. I can't imagine it either. Yeah. By the uh, age of 15, I would go home, take the bus, go right behind the end of the bus, and throw up on the floor of the bus, and that vomit would crawl down the aisle. Ugh. And, you know, people would say, what the heck was that coming from? That's how bad I was when I was 15. Wow. By the time I was, I'd say, 17, 18, I would uh, throw up, uh, putting my head down on a table and not even knowing that I was throwing up. Wow. So uh, there's a big lesson from it that, you know, thank God, I'm very thankful that I didn't bust my liver, and I'm still alive, and I didn't go to the hospital. So my body was, you know, resilient enough to to absorb all this punishment. And, and so, uh, you know, it's uh, if there's anybody there listening, please. <laughs> That's the wrong way to live life. Yeah. So uh, that's part of my high school, and that's how, uh, the thing is, my mom didn't know, my brothers didn't know. Uh, I was a lost kid, and thank God for my high school friends. 
even though they're as drunk as I am. <laughs> yeah. They were like, you know, they're not going to bail out on me, even if, I, you know, I'm like a, a drunk. Yeah. So I, I'm glad I'm still here. So. Well, I'm glad you're here too, Rod. Yeah. Because <laughs> so. it would be kind of weird talking to nobody. <laughs> so. Yeah. So it's amazing, you know, we go through life. And this is the time of the year where you do a lot of reflection mm. um, with the Christmas holiday and the and the New Year's holiday. And, you, you know, New Year's holiday, you fit, most people fill it with uh, resolutions. And, you know, I'm going to start going to the gym. And then they right. go and they spend, you know, 40 bucks a month on the gym. And then they go for like three weeks and go, this is too much like work. Definitely. Oh, or they, they're going to, I'm going to start saving money. And then they see that shiny object in the in mm. the store and they're like, I got to have it. Right. And then there goes that, you know. So my New Year's resolution this year is not to make any resolutions because I know that chances are um, I'm not going to keep them. Mm. But what I try to do is when I recognize the problem if i have a problem i rec i try to recognize it right then and there and then start right there and that's my new year you know mm. instead of waiting and exactly and then having an excuse why i didn't do it but then you know i'm my worst critic because if i go and try to do something and i don't do it then i'm hard on myself right so how dare you you know what you're think about the people that you're you're going to affect with right. your bad decision mm. or whatever. Not that my decisions are bad all the time or or they're not life altering, but like when I used to smoke, you mm. know. Yeah. The um that was a bad decision. Bad decision for twenty years. Mm. Um I'm lucky I'm alive. Definitely. But uh just those kind of things are like I don't want to do that anymore. And if I could tell, I tell people all the time, don't smoke, man. I see girls at work smoking. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? First of all, you can't smoke anywhere near the building. Mm -hmm. So put that out. Well, we'll just go over there. No, you've already done that. So now put it out. Of course, they're going to smoke anyways. Oh, but I try to talk to them and say, look, you know what? I can show you a scar on my chest or on my, on my side from my lung collapsing. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't directly because of smoking, but it was a... It was um, it was it, it was a, a partial reason for for my lung collapsing. So, and I almost died. You know that. Yes, um, yes, I remember that. Time. So, uh, yeah. So that was. Um, I try to tell them, look, you know what? Please, you know, I I I think you're, the, you're a great person. I I, lo I love the way you work. Don't go down that path. Mm. And of course they're like, okay, okay, thank you, Mr. Don, thank you, Mr. Don, as they light mm. up another one yeah. with the, with the other one that yeah. they you were just putting out. So I guess I guess uh, I'm done preaching. Yeah, we try to to do that a lot because uh, we have this thing about what we've learned. We want to share, mm -hmm. and sometimes we get so eager. Say, hey, don't do that. I've done that. Yep. I've been there. 
but somehow that doesn't work you know, yeah. a lot of people i'm also a very stubborn person so like my whole family the my whole adult life would be like you got to quit smoking you got to quit smoking right. when are you going to quit smoking when are you going to quit smoking and i'd be like when i'm ready yeah and how i ended up quitting sm- quitting smoking was it was uh the last day of august uh and i went to the doctor wasn't feeling all that great i figured i'm come you know it's, and and again it's august i figured maybe uh, the heat's getting to me i go to the doctor doctor uh, says when was the last time you had a chest x- x-ray and i was like uh, i don't know just let me go do one so we went and he did a chest x-ray and he says oh he goes there's something on your lung he goes it's probably a shadow but you're smoke or you smoke so we're going to do another um x-ray and i'm hoping it's just a shadow but mm-hmm. you need to quit smoking and i'm like okay and he goes no, no no i i need you to hear me you need to quit smoking mm-hmm. i'm like is that cancer he goes no it's probably a shadow and then they did another x-ray and they turned me just right and it was a shadow mm-hmm. and he goes how'd you feel when i said there was something in your lung i said i didn't like it at all he goes you need to quit smoking i said okay and he looked at me and he says you're not going to quit smoking mm-hmm. i'll see you next time because maybe i'll see you in the in the funeral home Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see you. And so I walked out. First thing I did is I took my Newports out of my pocket. I put one in my mouth. I lit it. Took a big, long drag. Threw the cigarette in the street. Threw the rest of the cigarettes in the street. Threw my lighter in the street. And never smoked again. But mm-hmm. I'll tell you what. That scared the heck out of me. That definitely. Yep. Mm-hmm. But then, you know... Two weeks later, my dad died. Mm-hmm. So it was like I wanted a cigarette so bad. So the first two weeks mm-hmm. of quitting smoking is the hardest. So it would have been easier for me to go and have another smoke. But I said, no, nope, you know, it's not going to bring dad back. And then that was that was in 2008. I think it was 2008. And then once I, uh, you know, went to the funeral, blah, 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 came home. December 26th of that year, my lung collapsed. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just a horrible, it, it, horrible situation. I'm glad I don't have to worry about that again. I, I, maybe I'll grow a third leg. I don't know. You were so young back then. How I was. Uh, 2008, so I was 37. I was, uh, uh, I was 40. I was 40. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yep. So I'm glad that's over. I hate thinking about it. The family hates me even bringing it up. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, decisions, bad decisions. Exactly. But anyways, we're going to end this with, uh, we're going to, when we come back, we're going to have some happy stuff. I don't know what right. it's going to be. We're going to talk. We just, I just put a damper on everybody's holiday, but we're going to be right back and we'll talk about something cool. Okay. enjoying this podcast please leave us a review hey everybody thank you very much yeah please leave us a review tell us how much you love us tell us how much yes we suck (laughs) (laughs) 
be honest. <laughs> <laughs> and I've heard Thanks. both. I've heard both. I've heard both. And, it, and you know what? The people that say we suck, that's because you're too jealous. You're, you, you, you don't have the guts to do this. And um, it's okay. You can watch me instead. <laughs> so anyways, we were just talking about some... Uh, we're just talking about some lighthearted stuff with Christmas and New Year, and then we got into, you know, our regrets. So let's talk about uh, some fun stuff. Um, so you have a, a, a dog. Um, tell us about him. Yes, um, my dog is a Shih Tzu. His name is Toby, and he's about... Uh, Wait, what's his full name? Toby. Yeah, <laughs> Toby. Thought, Toby in <laughs> Yeah, but I thought it was uh, Tobias. Oh, that that's my son's uh, coin name for him. Oh. But I name him uh, after Toby Keith. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I love Toby Keith. Okay. <laughs> so uh, anyway, he's seven years old now. When when, when we got him, well, actually, you gave yep, him we to found me him. We found as a him. gift. Yeah, we found and him. And he for was you. about this size. Yep. He was tiny. Palm size. Remember when 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 I gave him or when when I got him, he stunk like cigarettes. Remember? Yes, he did. And, and yeah. it was uh, a lady from out here in the Antelope Valley. She had like a bunch of them, and uh, um, when I walked in the house, it stunk like cigarettes. Uh, I'm not trying to segue in from cigarettes to cigarettes, but he did stink like cigarettes. And <laughs> yeah, he did. So it was like uh, we could call him cigarette and we'd take him out for a drag in the morning. Or I, there was like we could call him Nick, Nicky for nicotine because that's what he smelled like. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I remember remember when we brought him down to you. When he was uh, that small, he looks like a little owl. <laughs> Isn't it weird? Uh, yeah, and he's brown, now he's white. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, the way uh, he developed and changed colors and all that. Yeah. But I love him to death. And so, uh, you know, he's, he's family to me. He's just so much fun. Yep. But the thing is, uh, with him, he's got this extreme loyalty to my wife. Mm. You know, as he gets older... He doesn't really pay attention to me. So we would be together. because you kick him. <laughs> <laughs> no, he does not kick the dog. No. We would be together inside the house. And for hours, he would just stay by the window if my, my wife was not home. Was oh, just, wow. He was just so loyal that he would just continue waiting for her. That's how, how affectionate and how loyal... Uh, this little dog is. Yeah. It's adorable. He's a cute dog. Um, and so, just so people know, so I also have a Shih Tzu named Swiffer. And uh, she was a little tiny, she's black and white. Um, she's a little tiny runt. And I had, um, I had it in my head to breed this dog and make some money. So... I called up Roger and said, hey, Roger, you got Toby. I got Swiffer. Um, well, let's say we uh, mate them. So they did. Yeah. And out came this. Now, Swiffer is a little tiny puppy. 
And Toby is this big, long dog. And uh, usually Shih Tzus have two or three puppies. Mm -hmm. And um, Swiffer had one. But it was an enormous dog. And um, uh, I kept her. Instead of selling it, I kept her. See, that's the thing. That's predictable. Yeah. And, <laughs> uh, and, okay, so mind you, I've always been the German Shepherd guy. Really? I love German Shepherds. Oh. Do you remember Pumpkin and King? Um, I love those two dogs. Um, King was dumb as a box of rocks, but Pumpkin was the smartest dog I ever had. But um, I looked down at that little Wazzy. Mm -hmm. I called her Wazzy. So Wazzy is Waze. Um, it's uh, Chinese for socks because she had four, so you know, white paws, and the rest of them were, rest of her was like a brownish mm -hmm. tan. Um, she looks nothing like she did when she was little, kind of like Toby. Right. But now she looks very similar to Toby. Yeah, exactly. And uh, that's her dad. And um, by the way, if you look up at Wazzy the dog on TikTok, she's got like, uh, she's pushing 100 followers already. I just put her on yesterday. So like and follow her, if you will. Um, but uh, yeah, Toby, Toby is, uh, he's a cute little sucker. Yes, he's, he's, he's a guard dog, too. Yeah. Because if you don't know that he's this little dog and the way he sounds from inside the door, you, you, you'll be scared. Yep. And now, so. <laughs> now, Wazzy, she, she's about the same size, right, yeah. as, as Toby. Um, and she is the big, biggest puss because she comes out, you know, and then you go to touch her and she boogies she, <laughs> yeah. she runs so she's not a good watchdog yeah. and then her mother swiffer she loves everybody she wants everybody yeah. to pet her so they're useless dogs other than there's something about wazzy that i just friggin love this dog mm -hmm. i mean just like she is she makes me smile every single day and she comes up and she gives me kisses all the time and just the best thing and then the other three dogs I have, I have five, so they're getting all all getting older, except yeah. for Wazzy. Wazzy's the youngest. How old is Wazzy? Well, your dog is what eight, so she's got to be six. Wow, going on seven. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody's like, "Dad, breed her." I'm like, "No, I don't want to breed her. It's going to change her. They always change when you breed the dog, so we're going to leave her alone." But, uh, so you used to have this dog, Journey. I remember Journey. Oh, my goodness, yeah. She was a, he, he, he was, he was a, a cute little dog. I liked him. Yeah, oh, it's, uh, it's, that's very emotional because uh, I found Journey in a shelter. Mm. Okay. So when I saw him in the, inside a cage, he was shaking. And it's, it's this little black poodle mix it was shaking it's so dirty it's so muddy oh. and i just you know my my heart sank and so i got this little dog but um when we got him home he had to shower like four or five times <laughs> oh man he to, was that dirty and to get the thorns from the roses oh no no oh yeah. poor dog yeah, that's that's how I got a journey. 
And the reason why I, I named him Journey was because of his journey in life. And, and uh, I found out that he was trained. He was very well trained. Really? So I didn't have to do much. Oh, cool. And you had Bruce? And Bruce was... Oh, this this funny story with Bruce is on Christmas Day, it was raining hard. And uh, we were in my sister-in-law's house. It was raining hard. And uh, there is this white dog that just wouldn't leave the front door. Hmm. And I, I just came from outside and uh, you know, I parked my car. So we saw this dog just so also wet and wouldn't leave. Mm. So I took this dog and we walked around looking for somebody, maybe uh, the owner is looking for, for him. And we couldn't find any. Mm. So I told my son, no, no. <laughs> Dad, can he, he followed me no, home. No, can no. I keep him? No, I'm not <laughs> picking up the poops and I'm not doing this and not but doing that. But Dad, I'll do it, Dad. Yeah, so who won? Him and his mom. <laughs> so I get to pick up the poops. <laughs> That's how it always happens, isn't it? But it turned out that, you know, the, uh, Bruce is a mix uh, of... Was he Lopsopso? Lopsopso. Lopsopso. Yeah. And the thing with him is his abnormality is his... Uh, lower teeth is sticking out. Yeah, he had, a, he had a very large underbite. Yeah, the underbite is crazy. That is a conversation piece. When I, whenever I walk him out, you know, on the street, everybody's looking because, like, look at that teeth. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, he was cute though. Yeah, I, was, I, I, I liked Bruce coming to the house, dog. and he would be all excited. And the thing with him is his fur is just so soft, mm -hmm. uh, softer than Toby's. Mm. So it, it's just like, you know, it feels like cotton. Yeah. But it's amazing how, you know, like um, dogs, and I, I can't speak for anybody. I can only go off of my own experience, but you have a bad day. Mm. You just have a bad day, and you just want to rip somebody's head off and crap down their neck. You know, you just mm. you're just so angry, and you you're like, I'm just gonna go home. I'm gonna sit down. I'm gonna turn the TV on. I want. I don't want anybody ta talking to me. Mm. That doesn't happen very often, but when it does, mm. so you you open up the door, and then there's nobody there anyways. So you're like, good. I just want to be by myself. Right. Close the door. You go in there. You put your keys down. Sit on the couch. You don't even take your jacket off or your hat. Sit down, turn the TV on, and somebody jumps up next to you. Exactly. And you're like, get a, get get away from me. Mm. And then the dog doesn't want to get away from you. I think they know that you had a bad day. Yeah. And then they they start messing with you. Right. It's yeah. like, I missed you. Yeah. You know. Definitely. And then they they start. You know, like my mine will tug on my jacket. Mm -hmm. Or she'll nudge me with her nose until I, you know, right. she'll under my hand. So it's like now my hand is on top of her head. Mm -hmm. So, of course, what do you do? You just, you know, you, yeah, hi, you, hi, how are you? And then, then they start messing with you more. And then you just forget all about all mm -hmm. the stuff you just went through, the horrible day. 
you know, it was a massively horrible day, but you forget all about uh, all about the bad day because that beautiful dog is now messing with you. And then, okay. of course, with me, like I said, I have five. So got that dog that's messing with you, and the other ones are trying to jump up on the couch to mess mm. with you too because you're having <laughs> fun with this one. And then by, exactly. the, by the time you're in a great mood. Exactly. I tell you what, God sure hooked us up. When he gave us dogs, because they oh, are definitely. the best. Cats, you can have cats. You can have cats. Drop them off at the... No. I can't say that. It lowers your blood pressure. That's it does. It does. That's the reason why, you know, people should have dogs, you know. It just lowers your blood pressure. It makes you happy. Relax. Yep. Except for the ones that, you know, they they got to buy all these these big, you know, pit bulls. Pit bulls have a bad, uh -huh. bad rap because they're bred for, you know, whatever. Because certain people like to have these dogs. The they're in a, an extension of their, you know, mm -hmm. male part. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, um and they don't know how to treat a lot of people don't know how to treat an animal mm. but uh you know we do because we got oh, we cool do. dogs yeah yeah we have wonderful dogs definitely so so again we're one week away from christmas yeah um i'm hoping santa shows up because he's he's been a little he's been a little shy with me lately or yeah. you know past few years I got to talk to him. I never got the train I wanted. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Are you done with shopping or do you ever shop? So I do a lot of online. Mm -hmm. But what I normally do is I love going out Christmas Eve. Oh, really? I love going out on Christmas Eve. You know, it's, it's like, you know, you have a time limit. So when I get out of work, it's probably 11, 12 o'clock. I got until like 4. Mm -hmm. So it's like I've already gotten the the anchor gifts. Mm -hmm. Now it's getting stocking stuffers and this and that and a little thing here and lottery tickets and that and the other. And so I know I have four hours and I power shop. Seriously, I love it. It and, and it <laughs> makes me feel like the holiday, right. you know. Because you know when I was a kid, you know, growing up on the East Coast, you know, you used to see everybody at the like Macy's in New York. Mm. And, and it was a hustle and bustle and everybody was, you know, right. hurrying Sorry. and trying to get home in time to go to church or whatever or get guests. And so I, I do that to myself every year. So I have that little bit of hustle bustle and and makes me feel like I'm kind of, you know, young again and back home. So I, I, I do a lot of the little stuff at the oh. end. Plus, if I have a little extra money, then you know what? I want to. I want to give it. I want to buy something to to give to somebody. So, right. what about you? You all done with your gift giving or gift uh, buying? No, lately I haven't been buying anything. <laughs> Fortunately. Well, just your your presence <laughs> is your present. You know what? I think uh, as as I get older, uh, what's more important to me is. The people, and I—I've been telling them, my my family, that you don't have to buy anything. Just be there. Yeah. Just be there. Well, we guys our age, we have everything. 
Yeah. I, and statistically, men actually, when they when they want something, they just go and get it. Yeah, that's they what I do. They just go and buy it. They're not like, geez, let's put that on the list for Santa or for wifey or for daughter or uh, son. No, you just go get it. Yeah, and see, the thing is, I, I stopped buying Tina a gift. I stopped. Because I know she's not going to use it. <laughs> it's what I think she likes. Yeah. And then, no, it doesn't work. So I go, well, you know, you have the credit card, just go buy what you want. Yeah. So. Well, you know, that's funny. Like, in this house, it's, what do you want for Christmas? So... I, I, this is going to open up a whole different thing. So I like it and I don't like it. I like it because it, it, I, there's no stress. Mm. You know, what do you want for Christmas? I want this widget. Okay. So I'll go and I'll buy that widget. Mm. But what color do you want? I want a blue one. Okay. There you go. Here's your blue widget. Um, it's over. But I don't like when they say to me, dad, what do you want? Part of the whole thing is the surprise. Mm-hmm. Wait, what do you want? Oh, I don't know. I have everything I need. Just, just get me something small. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, or or not even so much that. It it, it it's like just use your imagination. Right, right. I mean, don't give me a something dumb that I'm mm-hmm. not going to ever use. You know what? You've lived with me for twenty something years. You know Thank what you. I like. Yeah. So. Use some imagination. Don't, yeah. don't don't ask for the easy way out by what do you want for Christmas? Um, because you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make it so hard on you. I'm going to ask for specifics mm-hmm. that you're not going to be able to do. <laughs> I want a blue widget with <laughs> orange stripes and pink polka dots. That's an extra large on the left, but not on the right. And I'm just. I'm, right. Yeah. So next time you're not going to ask me, you're just going to go out and find just something. Go. Yeah. So, but you have a granddaughter. Oh, so man. Santa's going to be coming and knocking yeah. at your at your door. And yeah, coming down the chimney, whatever he does. Yeah. Oh, did did they have? Do you have Santa Claus in the Philippines? Oh yes, that's a big thing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I forgot big. to ask you before in yeah. the first segment. That's kind of cool. Did did you call him Santa Claus or did Santa Claus? And then uh, we have the socks where you. The yeah. parents put things. Yeah, we do that. Yeah. Yeah, the stockings. Uh, yeah. My mom used to have the real sock, real white sock, not yeah. the red sock. Yeah, we used to do so, that too when I was a kid. Now we have the one mom, dad, you know, this one, that one's name, that one's name. Yeah. We have one for my uh, mother-in-law that's not with us anymore. We still have that as a ceremonial thing that we keep up there. Um and uh but yeah it's uh it's beginning to look a lot like christmas definitely so well we're just about out of time so um we're gonna say goodbye we're gonna tell you uh merry christmas merry christmas happy hanukkah which is today i believe um kwanzaa and anything else that is out there that i don't know about i don't want to be not inclusive with everyone oh, so definitely. happy holidays happy holidays but uh it feels good to be able to say merry christmas definitely. again because yes. instead of all this happy holidays stuff it's stuffy but uh anyways 
Thank you very much. Hope thank to you. see you again. Roger, thank you very much. Malagayan Pasco. It was fun. Yep. We'll do it again. All right. And uh, see ya.